Hip Pocket, they've got you covered. This is JB for breakfast on 92.9. Yeah, g'day, JB here. Time to catch up with the best bits from the show this morning. Jack and I had a chat all about whether CEOs earn a little bit too much money, the greatest prize you ever won, plus another instalment of Don't Trust Snakes. All that coming up in this edition of the JB Brecky Show. All thanks to Hip Pocket Workwear and Safety. JB for breakfast. For Hip Pocket, the corner of Bridge and Belmore Streets in the old Civic Video Building. JB for breakfast. On 92.9. Jack, when I was a kid, I was it was the greatest day of my life, I reckon. It was like 1999, year seven, hanging out at school, went to the canteen, got me my Finns light and tangy chips, of course. Surprise, surprise. And... Uh, Inside of it, I don't know, I can't remember the exact promotion they were running at the time, but I got myself, I won 10 bucks on some kind of scratch card inside the inside the chip packet. I was over the moon, 10 bucks. 10 bucks? A, Did you yeah. buy out the whole school canteen with it? I should have. Yeah. Can't remember what I spent. I, you had to send the card away, you oh. didn't get the cash instantly, and then they sent out a check and you had to go into the parents' bank account and then oh, they tried. See, it was all the hoop jumping, but still... Very, very, very excited. But I think you eclipsed me on... That, that's literally the only prize I've ever won in my life that I can think of off the top of my head. Jack, you you eclipsed me when it comes to winning prizes. You got an absolute whopper. Yeah, I got lucky in 2015, the start of 2015 for the Cricket World Cup. And, yeah. Um, it was a Gatorade 45 words or less competition. Forgot what I wrote. But I got to go out for the toss uh, for the middle wow. uh, of the semi-final well between done. India and Australia. I uh, met my idol at the time, Michael Clark, uh, MS Dhoni. So that was a really sick experience. Sensational. Good to flip the coin. Yeah, no, I wasn't allowed to flip the oh, coin. Oh, you weren't I was, allowed to. I was just to. standing there awkwardly with a cricket bat. You've got to... Um, yeah, I love those awkward photo moments. Too. Yeah. That's perp- you, you weren't allowed to flip the coin? Is that has to be a official... Cricket yeah. adjudicator, does it? Yeah, they weren't going to put the uh, the fate of a Cricket World Cup semi final coin flipping <laughs> abilities on me. Yeah. Um, oh, well, no, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. It was, believe it or not, it was actually in between two Ed Sheeran concerts in Sydney. Yeah. We played the night before and was playing that night. Yeah. And ABC Grandstand reported over their uh, national coverage that it was Ed Sheeran at the top. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I don't know how they got so confused. Yeah, it beats me. I, I beats don't me. understand the similarities. 676 the greatest prize you have ever won. Eclipse Jack flipping at the at the Cricket World Cup. Eclipse my $10 in a chip packet, please. JB for breakfast. Ooh, yeah. For Hip Pocket, the corner of Bridge and Belmore Streets in the old Civic Video Building. JB for breakfast. <sighs> On 92.9. Shane, I understand you have got an amazing prize you won. How are you this morning? Yeah, great, thanks. Yeah, really good. That's the way. You've got a, a prize that eclipses, I think, Jack flipping the coin at the Rugby World Cup and certainly my $10 that I won in a chip packet. What's your prize? Well, my family and I won tickets to go to the Sydney Olympics in 2000. Oh, um, wow. I, I entered a competition in the Women's Weekly. Tell us why you'd like your family would like to go to the Olympics. I think I said I'd like to go to the swimming because the kids were swimmers. And, uh, yeah, got a phone call to say we had tickets. They couldn't guarantee us what sport we were going to get for a little while. But we ended up getting uh, athletics and it was semi-final night. Uh, we were near the finish line. We might have been in the nosebleed section, but we could see the finish line for all the um, relays and things like that. 
and it was just the most amazing experience for some country bunkers to be down there amongst it. Yeah. That's, that's incredible, Shane. And obviously, uh, an Olympics coming to your home country yeah. is almost a once in a lifetime yeah. thing. So that's that's something else. Yeah, well, we had decided not to buy tickets, and we were going um, to the Paralympics with a school excursion with yeah. the kids that are in primary school. Yeah. So we thought, oh, that'd be Great, you know, so the kids got to do both, so it was so special, yeah. That's brilliant. And Shane, have you felt like you've had to keep buying the Women's Weekly now because you owe them something? <laughs> Actually, I uh, haven't bought it for quite some time, but I used to buy it quite regularly, so, uh, but I think I'd uh, paid them back well and truly, yeah. <laughs> that is an absolutely amazing prize, and as Jack said before, that's a, you know, once-in-a-lifetime prize. Never get to relive that one again. Absolutely incredible. Sensational. Thank you so much for the call. That is amazing. Love it. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much for the call. 676 I'll get amongst it on our Facebook page. What you? What's the greatest prize you've ever won? 676 Hi, who have we got there? Uh, Vicky. Vicky, what's an amazing prize you've won? Well, apart from the $920 I won off you guys, <laughs> which was hey, pretty bloody awesome. Hey, come um, on. You said that was the best prize you've ever won. You can't go back <laughs> in your word. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, it was one of the best. Um, another one was back in 1995, um, I did a radio competition down the Central Coast where we were living at the time, and um, it was for Bon Jovi at Eastern Creek. Oh, awesome. And they had, um, for the five days, like Monday to Friday, they had a, they asked you a question each day and you just had to write down the answers. And at the end of the week, if you were lucky enough to get through, which I did, and answered all five questions correctly, I got their whole back catalogue of um, CDs plus two A-reserve tickets to their concert. Sensational. Else. That is so that awesome. Was, that was really a really amazing prize. Yeah. Have you been adding all... Because obviously since 1995, Bon Jovi's released a lot of material since then. Yeah. Have you added it to the back catalogue since then? Absolutely have. Yeah, fantastic. That's an awesome prize, Vicky. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, it was great. Vicky, I feel as if you're just cleaning up all the radio stations. I feel sorry for your next destination. <laughs> yeah, we'll put a warning out. We'll let them know. Vicky, thank you so much for the call. Thank you no very worries. much. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Six, seven, thank you. 676-2299, the best prize you have ever won. Lots coming through on the Facebook page too, Jack. Yeah, it's quite... Uh, Fiona Thompson, I'll start here because you asked if somebody can trump your $10 yeah. and mine. Somebody's literally done that. Fiona said she won $20 in a bag of chips. Oh, tw- 20 bucks in <laughs> so bag of chips. That's a perfect way to trump you. But one of the exciting ones that's also come up is uh, Christopher Boots won a TV from 92.9 in a backyard winter... <laughs> Olympics video comp quite some years ago. <laughs> I remember that. Do you? Yeah, oh. I was here then. There you go. Thanks, Christopher. And he's put a link up of the videos too. Wow. Look I was like this. thinner in those days. <laughs> yeah. Tim Betts um, on our honeymoon cruise won bingo jackpot at the end of the cruise, $8,000. Wow. Well done, Tim. Nathan Jones won he's... a trip to Wembley Stadium to see Aerosmith, Lenny Kravitz. I've never heard of Lenny him. Lenny Kravitz. Kravitz, there we go. And Stereo Sonic, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That, that does sound pretty wow. cool. Wow, well done, Nathan. Uh, there's a lot coming in, actually. And uh, Sam has said that she took $20 pounds of cash out from a machine in Essex once, but it gave her 40 instead, only registered her 20 Wow. That's not a competition. I'd say that's more... Just winning at life, JB. I think so, yeah. If life's a competition, she certainly won it. JB for breakfast. Ooh, yeah!
for Hip Pocket, the corner of Bridge and Belmore Streets in the old Civic Video Building. JB for breakfast <sighs> on 92.9. Greatest prize you have ever won, 676-2299, or on our Facebook page, Jack Mel gave us a call. And she went, you know what, I think I win this. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to trump your $10 out of the chip. I, th- chip I think chip so. Mel entered on a Facebook competition back in July. She got the phone call. They said, congrats, Mel, you've won $40,000 to spend at Toyota. That's incredible. So she got a brand new Toyota CHR with all the bells and whistles. Incredible. There Good you go. on you, Mel. And Love that- it. I think the moral we have found out is you've, you've got to be in it to win it. Uh, yeah. When you do see them, sign up because people do win. We've heard some other ones <coughs> speaking of being in it to win it. Just go and buy some Cocoa Pops because um, JD Peters won $100 in Cocoa Pops once. That's better than the $10 or the $20 that we got in the, uh, what was it, chip packet. <laughs> well done, JD Peters. Obviously, uh, you know, Cocoa Pops know how to do the promotion Chip companies, not so much. Scott Hawkins won not one but four iPads. Well done. You just get a different new app for each iPad. Yeah, incredible. Well done. And then Hannah, thanks for your message, Hannah. She won a basketball and a necklace. That's not too bad. That's pretty good. When you compare them, it still beats the $10 in the chip packet. I mean, a decent basketball, what, sets you back about 40 bucks. It does. Decent necklace, depending on whether it's plated or real legitimate stuff, you know. Oh, so, well done there, Hannah. Any wins win. Everyone loves free stuff. This this is probably my favourite, though, JB. Yeah. Uh, Jade won a new car windscreen. It's a bit of a random prize, that one. Obviously, it's probably come from a car dealership or mechanics, but imagine if you just got told you won a prize and you open up your door one day and there's a car windscreen in a bow just waiting for you. You'd hang on to it until your your window got chipped or something, wouldn't you? Yeah. So, or you'd almost just start following trucks and just be like, "Take me on." Knowing my luck, you get a you get a chip in your windshield. You'd go, you know what? Fantastic! I can finally use that prize I got from X windshield company. Rock up there, and it's the day after the prize has expired. <laughs> Guarantee that would have happened. JB for breakfast. <laughs> Hip Pocket, the corner of Bridge and Belmore Streets in the old Civic Video Building. JB for breakfast on 92.9. Snake. 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 Them. They're becoming daily, this don't trust snakes thing, Jack. We got another snake story. This one out of Cairns. So we're expecting Scotty on the phone in no time at all after he rang us yesterday about the beloved inland Taipan. From Cairns. Would we say beloved there? Yeah, sure. Oh, he, he had quite a fascination with the inland <laughs> Taipan. Good morning, Scotty. This time it's a 4.2-metre scrub python and a 22-month-old toddler. That's not a good combination. Uh, Nyish Dobson grabbed the reptile on the family's veranda because this 4.2-metre scrub python was wrapped around... A 22-month-old toddler. Unbelievable. The grandfather stepped in, and my apologies if this gets a bit gory, but you'll understand why, and he stabbed the python to death. Stabbed it with a fork. With a fork? The, the python, here's why, here's why you can't trust him. The python had three coils of its 4.2-metre body wrapped around the infant and had bitten his arm. Unbelievable. His heart was racing 
as he used the kitchen fork to stop the snake from squeezing his grandson to death. His grandson was taken uh, by paramedics to Mossman Hospital and then Cairns Hospital for treatment of a snake bite and some bruising. The scrub python is a non-venomous species of snake found in Indonesia, Papua New Guinea and Australia. It's popular among reptile enthusiasts for its colour and its size. It's the sixth largest snake in the world and it's the largest native snake of Australia and Papua New Guinea. It's the second time in a week... We've got all these snake stories. Don't worry about this. It's the second time in the week. If you're a long-time listener of the show, you'd know this. Second time in a week that someone's been bitten by one of these after a snake catcher. See, if they're attacking them, you can't trust them. Keep coming back to that point. Was attacked and near strangled to death by a python at Mission Beach in far north Queensland. 22-month-old toddler, hey? Yeah, so firstly, that, that's pretty much two years. It's one year and ten months. I always have to do that math. Yes. Frustrated after a year, I'm one of those people. Look, start using years like <laughs> right. everybody else. But Almost two-year-old toddler. There we better? go. But look, we can't trust snakes. We know that. Full credit to the grandfather yeah. there. I can't. I'm going to be... I'm a long way off being a parent because uh, if that was me, I'd have to run into the kitchen and get the tongs or something because there's no way I'm no. touching it. No. You know, like, obviously, you need to get it off them, but no. you also... I, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch this. You know, I wouldn't no, go near no. it. Probably wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot no. pile. So Bravery that would be, award. Yeah, 100%. Uh, is there a such award of the grandfather of the year? He's got to be, and he's got to be a he's got to be prime contender for it. If there's not, Easily. how about we make one and just name it after? I reckon him? he's he's there. When it when we when he says fork, are you thinking like kitchen fork or like proper gardening fork? I'm thinking kitchen fork. Yeah. I reckon, yeah, Get garden right fork. He'd he'd stab the infant too. We don't want that. Yeah, but I'm just. How many times would you have to stab it with a kitchen floor? I, I guess this is a bit gruesome now to be talking <laughs> now. about. But you, you know, a, a man can't help but wonder these types of things. JB. There we go. Another instalment of this. Snake. 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 Them. JB for breakfast. For hip pocket, the corner of Bridge and Belmore Streets in the old Civic Video Building. JB for breakfast. Jack, the Australia's highest paid CEO, was revealed the other day. This is incredible. 435 times the average full-time worker's wage. And that's the average full-time worker's (laughs) wage. You and I, we're certainly well below that. You know who it was? Who? Highest paid CEO in Oz. I'm trying to think what company is absolutely killing it in Oz at the moment. Is it a mining company? No, I was surprised no, by this one. So this is a lot of stuffed crust pizzas. Don Meiji from Domino's Pizza. Domino's. Domino's. 36.84 mil Holy he made last dude. year. Unbelievable. That's I see. That's a lot of stuffed crust. That is. He's stuffing his crust with cash. Don Meiji, my friend. Come around, have a pizza party at my place. You're paying. Think yeah. you can afford it. He's way out in front. Peter and Stephen Lowy from the Westfield Group. 25.9 mil. Nicholas Moore, the CEO of Macquarie Group. 25.19 mil. Chris Rex from Ramsey Healthcare. 22 mil. And Lewis Grace of Hardy Industry made 18.3 mil. 
just blitzing it. Of course, people are saying, is that too much? Is it exorbitant pay? Gah. Well, I'm just trying to think. Is the it Domino's, over the top? The Domino's one actually makes a little bit of sense when you think about because I think Eagle Boys has left the uh, game for good yeah, and gone. Pizza Hut's gone right down. Like, yeah. You don't really see it. So, nah. Yeah. That, is it too much? Um, no, it's the top of the line, I guess, you know. Yeah. I, uh, for people like us, that's a ridiculous amount of money. I can't think what to do with that, but generally you know, that's how business world works. The best of the best get paid the big bucks and... Uh, as I just mentioned, Domino's has kind of put a couple of others out, so they, they must have been doing something right, which means that he probably deserves that money. I pose that question only because Andy Penn, who's the chief executive of uh, Telstra, he uh, got his $4.5 million package. I mean, compared to good old Don from Domino's Pizza, 4.5 mil, lose <laughs> you'd flush it down the toilet. To be fair, though, I've, all of my pizzas always... Tastes good and never have service problems, but, you know, my phone has service problems from time to time, so maybe that, there's something there. Yeah, Andy Penn, the CEO of Telstra, he got his $4.5 million package knocked back in the face of falling Telstra share prices. <laughs> I think it's all good as long as the CEO is actually doing a good job. Yeah. I've got no dramas with him getting these big bonuses. To me, I'd prefer that than the companies, than the CEOs getting paid less money, not working as well and having the companies fail. Yeah. You know, because they're like, meh, what's in it for me? Poor pay packet. I can go elsewhere. I can go to the mining company. I can go to Domino's and earn more money. So I'm just going to rest on my laurels, do a dodgy job and let the company fall. I mean, I know that's an extreme circumstance, but it could happen. Yeah. Whereas you put the pay incentives in there, you put the bonuses in there and you'd assume, you'd hope, that the company would run a little bit better. And you'd also hope too, you'd hope that, you know, CEO gets paid the big bucks, it flows down to the workers. I'm funny, aren't I? <laughs> All the Domino's delivery drivers out there are probably just swerving off the road at the moment hearing this. For Hip Pocket, they've got you covered. This is JB for breakfast on 92.9. Thank you very much for catching up with some of the best bits from this morning. And I will catch you again tomorrow morning from 6 o'clock on 92.9 in Tamworth. Or if you can't tune in then, we will catch up again on the podcast right after the show. More Cash Be One if you can identify what is in the hip pocket, another stress test, and so much more. Catch you in the morning from 6. Have a great day.